This is an ABC podcast. For decades now, there's been plenty of talk about the potential for a native rice industry in northern Australia. Well, this potential is now getting tested in the paddock. And it's happening near Humpty Doo, which of course has a very interesting history when it comes to rice. Let's get out into the paddock and take a look. Hi Matt, I'm Penny Vaughan from Charles Darwin University in the Research Institute for Environment and Livelihoods. And today we're out at the Coastal Plains Research Farm near Darwin. In front of us is a bay filled with water and tell us about what's in it. Uh, yeah, we're very excited to be having this um, actual demonstration planting here in the in the soil. Um, it's got three species of native rice in it, Matt. So there's Ariza australiensis up close to us. The middle um, plot is Ariza meridionalis, and the far one is Ariza ruthipogon. Uh, so three species of native rice, all from the, uh, the Northern Territory. And under this commercial netting... How are they performing? We're really happy with how easy it was to plant them and to get them to perform. There's some pest problems, but there seems to be lots of seed as well in all of them. They're all responding slightly differently to the the two treatments. So we've got flooded and we've got what we're calling aerobic or irrigated but not flooded. Yeah, yeah and this, so this is really great for us to just get a feel for how they perform in the, in the soil. We've been doing pot trials up to this point. Mm. And take us back a little bit, Penny. Native rice trials, what's the aim here? Yeah, so the aim, we're, we're actually working on a project at the moment that's funded by the Future Food System CRC and we have some in-kind support from, um, well, we've, we've got... Uh, support from Department of Industry, um, Tourism and Trade. Uh, Here we are at their field site doing our demonstration planting. We're hoping to develop a high value but low volume enterprise culturally identified as an additional value for Indigenous enterprises um, based on a native grain. So it won't replace the rice you can buy in Woolies for $2 a kilo or 3 or whatever it is now, um, it, it would be a, a niche, boutique, high-value and culturally identified product. The opportunity for native rice has been talked about for a long time. How significant is this step to see it growing here at Coastal Plains and in a paddy system? Yeah, no, that's really, really significant. So there's lots of logistics to work out with harvesting and processing and things like that, but just to get such a really um, excellent performance in a small planting is is really encouraging for us and it's also been a learning activity. Um, So we're working closely with um, Nick Hartley who's a a senior technical officer with the Department of Industry, Tourism and Trade and he's grown lots of collagen rice and he's um, finding it really interesting to see how differently this rice performs. As I said, it's under this large netted facility out here at Coastal Plains. I think there'd be a lot of Northern Territory farmers who would love to have this at their place. (laughs) Um, Is this really the future for native rice, though? If it is to succeed, it needs to be under netting? Um, We're not sure. We're under netting to avoid, uh, hopefully, to manage rodent pests and also magpie geese. Now at this time of year there's plenty of rice for magpie geese. They're not going to come and bother a little planting like this. Yep. So we're just being over cautious by um, 
you know, of doing it in this enclosure. But in the wild, they're a primary food for magpie geese. And you might remember that magpie geese have been blamed for the failure of the collagen um, rice crops in in northern Australia, whether it was just magpie geese or not. Um, But yeah, that is something that we'll find out about as well. Um, We have researchers at CDU who've done a lot of work with magpie geese in mangoes and they've learned a lot about magpie goose behaviour and and how to manage them. So there's potential for us to tackle that problem. Um, If if it, uh, you may have heard of those those projects. Um, But yes, at the moment we're just being very cautious under this fabulous facility it's amazing <laughs> it it's is amazing. amazing yeah it is amazing yeah and they do and, and these native varieties mm. are tolerant to rice blast is that right yes there is rice blast here In the north, yeah. yes um so again it's when you say tolerant there is is blast but it's not a devastating impact now it does obviously all you can see the the rice at this stage so they're all perhaps towards the end of their seeding um, phase and love to talk to you a bit more about that too but um, you can see the leaves have a lot of different sort of um, uh, blemishes and blotches and things on the on the leaves and also the inflorescences have what we think might be some sort of fungus um, in the in the leaves as well in the inflorescences so we're going to be collecting some of those today and find out what they are but it's about I suppose a you know a trade-off between the value of the grain and how much you produce. So we're not going, as I say, we're not going for broad acre, you know, replace um, the shelves in Woolies with this. It's it's a boutique niche um, sort of market. So it's it's just the impact's not devastating. The, yeah, the plants are adapted. They've co- co-evolved with the, the pests that are here. Yeah. Uh, if you're tuning in, this is the Country Hour, and we're out at the Coastal Plains Research Farm with Penny Warm from Charles Darwin University, and we're talking about rice. I'll just bring you a bit closer to the bay here. Let's put our hand in it. Listen to that. Water for native Australian rice in the Northern Territory that water's pretty fresh. I've spent all week, Penny, speaking to mango growers about what sort of weather they need, what sort of overnight temperatures they need. What's Mm. the story with rice? So rice grows... That's a fabulous question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So rice grows all across northern Australia. Um, We we don't know about the effects of temperature, so um, that's something that we haven't measured at all here. We're we're doing... um, So we have a PhD student on the project, Jahan Abdul Ghani and Jahan's doing some detailed um, uh, nursery studies looking at things like density, uh, tolerant, what sort of water regimes required, um, detailed studies that are hard to do in the field and that we're starting to do um, in the nursery where we can control features. In terms of temperature, we have a very sort of, um, our temperature is consistently um, you know the, the maximum temperature is fairly consistent minimum drops down climate change is on the horizon temperatures are already increasing here don't know what the impact is oh, going right. to be on that the rice harvest is wrapping up in the riverina down south in australia great paddocks there do about 10 ton a hectare yes. mm. what is the potential for native rice in terms of yields yep so um 10 tonnes, that's right, maybe 12 in some areas yeah. of the world, up to 12. Um, we, we won't be getting anything like that with this rice. So um, I measured in the wild um, 
in a fairly monocultural patch of one of the the annual Ariza, um, about 300 kilograms per hectare. Um, So that's without any um, management at all. Um, So that's low yields. We're hoping that with this um, agronomic work, like looking at soil amendments we're going to do some trials with organic um, soil management but we've done some fertilizer tri- trials and it responds really positively okay. to the that native rice doesn't the native mind rice, yeah. yeah it doesn't mind like at all, all plants, like all plants it yeah. was almost like gamber grass with <laughs> yeah, right. some of it so we just um, we've recently just completed a yield study we haven't got the results yet unfortunately we've just got lots of bags of samples waiting to be counted and dried and measured and bulked up so that in the next couple of months we'll be looking at that and then be able to give you a quote of how many um, kilograms or uh, tons yes. per hectare with we found with that initial trial. Mm. You've been working on this project for so long, Penny. What are, what are your hopes? Um, hopes are that we learn more about this fascinating, globally significant native group of species. Um, that's one thing is just learning more about the plants. Um, we've got other projects planned that will look more at that there are people also already working on um, the genetic relationships um, so you know that it, it's an asset that we need to know about this particular project what we're hoping is we'll, at this first stage is that we produce agronomic knowledge that is going to enable growers who are interested in a in a boutique perhaps a diversification option um, perhaps a tourism enterprise that wants to produce some native rice as part of a um, as a as a sample to sell to their clients. Um, that's what we're actually looking for. Imagine a restaurant in Darwin um, who had native Australian exactly. rice on the menu. Yeah, we've tried it. So we have an industry partner, Particle Aboriginal Cultural Tours, is one of our industry partners, and we had a um, Ag Futures grant um, a few years a few years ago, and we took samples to restaurants and all the restaurants are dead keen they don't even mind if this grain's a little bit cracked so that's one of the processing issues but they, they said that's still and they can add it as a as an amendment to mm. other other foods they just need supply they just need supply and same with a small packet of of grain um the particle aboriginal cultural tours graham and lynette kenyon found that tourists were interested in a little packet of grain that people have done a uh, you know floodplain tour maybe had some meal with rice in it and that tourists were happy to pay sort of ten dollars for a hundred gram pack so that's a hundred dollars a kilo um so that's the kind of uh we're thinking that's our thinking at the moment yeah lovely to be out here with you today penny thanks for sharing this with our audience yeah thanks very much for the opportunity to talk about it matt thanks very much